If you are just getting started with the NGSS and 3D teaching, I want to invite you to check out Bring Wonder Back, an on-demand video series designed to help you understand why moving through the textbook and teaching topics is actually crushing your students' curiosity and what you can do instead. It's going to help you shift the work of learning where it belongs by building your understanding of explorations and discovery-based teaching practices. And finally, I'm going to help you take the first steps toward transforming your students into scientists through 3D learning, which is really what the NGS is all about. You can access this video series at iExploreScience/wonder and get ready to bring wonder engagement and a love for learning back to your science class. All right, to the show. Welcome to the Teaching Science in 3D podcast. My name is Nicole Van Tassel. And I'm Erin Sadler. And we are two science teachers dedicated to helping you cut through the confusion and meet the intent of the NGSS so you can master all three dimensions. The NGSS can seem totally overwhelming, but implementing these standards doesn't need to be. Hey guys, this is Nicole Van Tassel with iExplore Science, and I am back for another Thursday Thought. Um, so I just wanted to share with you, I obviously, I've, I've been, you know, in this space of NGSS and three-dimensional learning and um, storylines and phenomena and, and all of that, exploration, discovery, all of that for a while. And one of the last things that I got the hang of was using phenomena. And... The problem with that is that phenomena really should have been where I started. However you are teaching right now, whether you are fully integrating the three dimensions or you are still just focusing on content, if you are not 100% sure what storylines are or what exploration is really about, phenomena is really the starting point of science and yet we are not really putting it front and center in our science instruction and I was again so guilty of this for like ever ever like years um so I totally missed the point there I want you to learn from my mistakes so I want to just challenge you like looking at your lessons and looking at your units and using whatever style of learning you currently are are teaching you know you're currently engaging your students in Phenomena can be integrated into that. Phenomena are these things that happen in the natural world. You know, science isn't about just memorizing these facts and figures for their own sake. Scientists don't just go and and read a bunch of books and memorize things. All science happens because we look outside in the natural world and we wonder about it and we try to figure out what's happening and we follow a very, you know, kind of a a specific set of methods, not a specific order, not the scientific method, but like a specific um, way of of discovering and investigating those those practices that we use. But we investigate that phenomena and that's where those science ideas come into, like evolve from through these investigations. We figure out what happened. And yet in our classroom, we don't do that. We just give them the facts and the figures and we totally ignore the phenomena. And... Our students don't see how those facts and figures relate to the real world. They don't see how those facts and figures are relevant to their lives. And and they find science class boring because who wouldn't? It's just a bunch of facts and figures that, that have no context. F- 
phenomena in phenomena really needs to come front and center in our our lesson planning. It needs to come front and center in our classrooms. That is where your students' curiosity is going to come from. That is where the the flow of your storyline is going to come from. Your students are going to be working to generate questions from this happening and then explain those questions or answer those questions, you know, through those science practices. Phenomena is is at the center. It took me a long time to realize the important role of phenomena, and I don't want it to take you so long. So whether you are, are whatever way you're teaching now, we can integrate phenomena like immediately. You don't have to wait. You can use phenomena in so many different ways. But whatever you're doing, just maybe try to find one way to bring it into your classroom. Whether you use it to launch a new science concept or you use it as a way to assess student understanding. So, hey, you learned this stuff. Now let's talk about how it applies to this phenomena. Or, hey, here's a phenomena. Let's talk about what we observe and ask some questions and then let's use those questions to guide our learning forward. That's really what it comes down to. That's what science learning comes down to. Investigating things in the real world, investigating those phenomena, using them to spark observations, using them to figure out what's what's what our students have learned and what our students have have know, you know, know now. Whatever it is, bring some phenomena into your science lessons. Let's shift our focus so that we're not just teaching these context-free facts and figures but we're actually teaching like what science is, an investigation of the natural world, a way to understand the natural world by starting with the natural world, by starting with phenomena that we encounter, you know, every day or in our lives or in our world. Okay, that's my little soapbox. Um, I, if you need help with phenomena, I have a bunch of resources on the blog, iExplorScience.com, where you can find some ways to use phenomena, some examples of phenomena. Check it out. Um, you can ch- uh, reach out to me on Facebook, on Instagram, drop a note in the podcast, a review, um, whatever you need. Like Aaron and I are here to help you make this phenomenon-focused instruction a reality, this exploration, this discovery, these science practices to help you really transform your science classroom. And please just reach out if there's anything that we can do to help you, to help you do that. We want to be there for you. Thanks so much for tuning in to this Thursday Thought, and I will catch you later. Making sure that your lessons are three-dimensional isn't always easy. While you don't need to include all three dimensions every single day, you do want to make sure that each dimension is regularly addressed. I developed a really simple 3D planner to help keep me focused. It helps me track which pieces I'm using in my daily lesson plans. It only takes me five minutes to fill out, and it helps me notice patterns in my own lesson planning. For example, when I first started using it, I noticed I wasn't including the cross-cutting concepts as often as I thought I was. Just by recognizing this, I was able to focus on this one piece and improve my lessons. Right now, you can grab the same template that I use for my own planning for free. Go to sadlerscience.com slash 3D planner to grab yours. That's sadlerscience.com slash 3D planner.